Good day, nerds, and welcome to episode 300 of the Nerd Cantina Show. In this episode, we're going to recap some of our favorite moments over uh, over the long 300 episodes we've done here and uh, have a little bit of loose format. So buckle in. Let's get this thing started. Calling back all nerds. Nerds! All right, episode 300. 300. Took a little time insert, off. Insert clap roll audience. Yeah, yeah, cheers. Yeah, we, we, Yay, do all the things. We made it. <laughs> on, on the back of it's Megan been, uh, over the <laughs> over the last yeah. couple months. <laughs> uh, she be reading books, yo. <laughs> like, reading books. Like I I I don't know if there's a shortage of book reviewers out there, but these publishers, man, they just be bombarding her with scripts, manuscripts, and PDFs. It's like she's got like yeah, three I, interviews per like a week. I, I I hope that she's still enjoying it and not and not just like dreading the email she if gets. She, from if all she's these not, she's now. lying to me. If not, if yeah. not, she's lying to me. You know, I go to the kids' birthday parties. We see each other, you know, often. And I always ask her, "Hey, man, you know you don't have to do this. You ain't gonna hurt nobody's feelings." And she's like, "No." I'm good. Like, okay. Yeah. She seems to, she seems to enjoy the conversations and does good interviews and enjoys doing it. So, if you enjoy reading, it's a pretty sweet gig. Yeah, <laughs> free books, free books, free access to some some authors, and why not? But uh, but yeah, let's let's get into a little bit of you know episode 300 here. This is we've taken time off. Me, me, and you mostly. Man, there's just a lot going on in uh, in life. We had to kind of step back from from the podcast for a bit. I uh, wanted to come back for this ceremonious Momentous occasion here, occasion. episode <laughs> 300. So, uh, so you know what we really wanted to do with something special for for all of our loyal listeners, and uh, we'll we'll start off with just a quick montage, five minutes of, of our our favorite kind of jokes and storylines and <laughs> and bloopers and moments over uh, over the years. Yeah, if uh, if we had a team of of listeners and, and and editors and that, this is where we'd insert a very emotional memory down you know stroll down memory lane but we don't yeah, yeah. so uh right so, so we're just gonna do <laughs> i laugh do this <laughs> <laughs> he's he's made me very uncomfortable over the years uh <laughs> if, if you go back and want to listen to some of the greatest hits just always remember to send your hate mail to steve at the nerd yes. uh, <laughs> still active email still an active email <laughs> I will offend those. I will offend those. And, but uh, and respond yeah, kindly. You know, we've been off since really March. Uh, I mean, you've done a lot of movies since then. I think we start yeah, like um, we always I'm, start, which I'm is going hey, down let's, my let's hear, let's hear about it. app right now, and I'm looking. And I think the last one we talked about was Knock at the Cabin. So if we go, okay, I'm gonna try to do as best of a speed round as I can for the movies that I've seen since. I mean, you said March, like February 16th was Ant-Man. I don't think we talked about Ant-Man, so it's... I don't think we did. It's been a little bit. So Ant-Man and the Wasp and the Quantumania, meh. Like, huh, could have done better. Wasn't as bad as DC, but, you know, it's not. It's a low bar to set. Speaking of DC, <laughs> next one was Shazam, Fury's, Fury of the Gods. Really disappointed after the how good the first one was. First one was really wholesome. Second one, they really phoned it in. It was it was not not done well at all. After that, John Wick 4, I mean, you would assume that you're just going to rave about the next John Wick film. Me, personally, I could have done without 
at least 45 minutes of that movie. <laughs> like, like almost every fight scene, I was checking my watch. Like, we still fighting? Like, like <laughs> I've, I was a bouncer a long time. I've gotten into fights. I don't care who you are, John Wick or not. Good solid three minutes of intense fighting. You're going to be winded, bro. You're gonna be winded. I and there was these were like six minute fight scenes, seven minute fight scenes, you know, yeah. and just one after another. I couldn't take it. I was I was just it's too much. It's too much. <laughs> what do we got after that? Dungeons and Dragons movie? Actually really good. I really I, I really enjoyed that movie. It's on streaming now if you haven't watched it. Pop that fucker on. It's actually a really enjoying movie. Yeah, I'll, it's one of the few movies on the list I actually have seen. And oh boom. Yeah, really enjoyable. Go. There we go. Really yeah. enjoyable. You get second opinion, it, folks. It hit, doesn't happen yeah. often. <laughs> <laughs> All right. After that, Super Mario Bros. movie. If you don't love that movie, go fuck yourself. Like, honestly, <laughs> if you don't love that movie, go fuck yourself. If you're a kid, if you're an adult, I don't care who you are. If you're anywhere near our age and, and, and even older, because then you were an adult when Nintendo came out and what, you're too fucking cool for Nintendo in, in 1984 as a fucking 30-year-old. You really didn't think that was cool? Go fuck yourself, too. <laughs> Guardians 3. Now, I did enjoy it. did hit a lot of the heartstrings. But, you know, uh, you expected a little more. I, I expected more. I don't know. I've, I left I left wanting. Let's put it like that. You seen that one? You had to have seen that one. I, I definitely seen that one. Yeah, I saw Super Mario 2. Uh, but, yeah, I thought Guardians of the Galaxy was, again, yeah, not, not fantastic. Yeah, I didn't need your opinion it was on good. Super Mario. Because if you said anything bad right. about it, we'd have spent, spent I, I, I it turned into like, a Fight I, Me Friday <laughs> episode because I would have fucked you up. <laughs> but no, Guardians, I I thought Guardians was, was good. Like you said, not great. I, 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 didn't, I don't know if I was left terribly wanting. But my expectations for these movies at this point in time are just low. Uh, next one I saw was Fast X. Why do we make these movies? <laughs> because you saw it. Well, I, I am obligated to see it. it. I'm obligated to see it. Like, because I have to shit on it. I knew eventually we were going to get to this point and I'd be able to, to rip on it. I mean, I didn't think that it'd be at a point where I could have seen it for free by now, but <laughs> I did use my AMC A-list on it and it was, it was horrible. Like, I don't, even the cartoonishness of it, like Jason Momoa, worst character ever. <laughs> like he was he was a terrible character in trailers like in trailers that you watch it and you're thinking he's not doing a whole movie like this right like this is just <laughs> this is just like the weird shtick that he's doing in this 10 second clip worst, worst villain i've ever seen in a movie i swear to god like i don't understand how they talked him into even acting like that uh next one i saw after that you probably haven't seen which is on streaming now is the machine I had to go support a fellow podcaster and Burt Kreischer. Had to see, see the story in the movie. Actually, it was a pretty funny movie. It was pretty funny. Like, laughed out loud at a few things. Had its roller coasters, ups and downs. Where you're like, uh, hope the rest of the movie isn't like this. Then they save themselves with some good jokes. Then it comes down again. And then they save themselves. <laughs> so it was, it was a little of a roller coaster of emotions. It is on Netflix now, though. So, I mean, what the fuck else you got to do? <laughs> Transformers Rise of the Beasts. Actually quite pleased. Actually, oh, quite, really? actually oh. quite pleased. You know, because they're moving away from the Michael Bay kind of like costumes and they're doing more traditional looking Transformers and they're bringing them in. I mean, it's not what you really wanted of like Beast Wars. There wasn't too much of like Beast Wars in it. They basically gave you a Transformers movie with beasts as a Easter egg almost. You know, they were involved in the main plot, but 
you weren't you weren't getting the meat and potatoes of the Beast Wars. Or like I was to say, I signed off when when it wasn't Beast Wars. Yeah, no, it, it wasn't interested. It was it was their half-assed attempt of giving you a little bit of something. But I mean, you did get like a good-looking Prime. Like a lot, of, there was some good stuff in it. I did enjoy it. After that was the Flash. Gotta say, it wasn't terrible, but man, like definitely what you expected from DC. Definitely, like I. It was entertaining. I'd rank it somewhere but, between. Batman versus Superman and the first Wonder Woman. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, it was entertaining as a, as a standalone movie, but it, it just continues to show that they just can't weave a coherent storyline. Like, I don't know, who, who knows where that's going to go, if that can go anywhere else. Like, it's just a, everything they do is its own little dead end. After that, I saw the Indiana Jones movie. Again, pretty, I was pretty pleased. You know, like, could have been better, could have been worse. You know, you can't really expect much. You know, a lot of nods and, you know, I'll take my, I'll take my nostalgia, like my nice spoonful of nostalgia. They invoke time travel and you know what a sucker I am for time travel and how <laughs> I just get into a fucking rage when you fuck with time travel movies. And of course they did it, but I'll, I'll give them the pass. I don't have time to fucking get in on them. Uh, <laughs> Mission Impossible was after that. Actually really good movie. Really enjoyed the, the latest Mission Impossible. Villain was very timely. And, 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 you know, current to the age. Fucking Tom Cruise, man. I don't... Whatever fucking stem cells they're shooting this fucking dude up with, give me a batch. Like All you have to do is convert to Scientology. They got no. it. They got well, the answers. Well, <laughs> well, if the dude at the Scientologist church gets the good shit, because that's, that's what's happening. He ain't fucking getting the Zetons. <laughs> Zetons ain't saving them on here. Somebody in that motherfucking building's got some good HGH and some, <laughs> and some, some stem cells. That's what I do know. He's getting that good shit. Um, after that, fucking Oppenheimer. All the Oscars. Give it all the Oscars. Every single one. One of the best movies. I like, I cannot believe how good Robert Downey Jr. was in that movie. Like, if he does not win, Oscar for Best Supporting Actor. Throw all of the award shows out in the trash. <laughs> Throw them all out in the trash. I don't like. I don't know what else to say. Timely. The amazingly, it was a three hour movie. And the H bomb is like you don't even care about it. Like the the character yeah. acting and the story of dude's life and everything. And like, okay, yeah, we blew up a bomb. Like that that's all secondary. The the movie takes off after the bomb. It, like it gets even better. After they blow up the bomb. Was, <laughs> it, I, I couldn't believe how good that movie was. Ninja Turtles, Mutants of Mayhem. Have you seen it? It's on streaming? Yeah. Nope. Watch nope. with the kids tomorrow. Watch with the kids tomorrow. It's fucking great. It's not, it? your Ninja, right. it's not your Ninja Turtles movie. It's their Ninja Turtles movie. But they stick to the rails enough to where you will enjoy it. But right. the characters, right. the lingo, there's no Kawabunga dude. That was us. You know, everything's cap in mid- and, and, and the Ninja Turtles have no Riz. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's, it's, but, but you, uh, can you blame them? Like, it's, it's no, my no, dog. It's my yeah. kids turtles. I got to give it to my kids. I got to let, I got to hand the baton over to the kids and let them have their own Ninja Turtles. It's cool that they still have the same characters. They're still at least all named Michelangelo and Raphael. Like, they didn't just say fuck you and, and, and name them Chad. And <laughs> somebody else. Like you at least you at least get, you know, Raph and Donnie and you know, but yeah, April O'Neil, not your April O'Neil, but still a fun character, good character. 
like made me laugh a whole bunch of times. I took I took Layla to see it at the theater. We watched it in the backyard over a campfire the other day, and we're probably gonna watch it again this weekend. It's a fucking great movie. All right, all right. Maybe this weekend. Gran Turismo. Actually, probably one of the better video game movies I've ever seen. Like, if you didn't know Gran Turismo was a video game, it's one of the better car movies you've ever seen. I don't even think I knew that was a movie. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why this is my segment. (laughs) That's that's why I run this part of the show. It was was actually really, really enjoyable. It's based on a true story. It's based on one of the most popular driving games ever. It shows you, like, it stays true to the video game designer's vision of what he wanted the game to be. It represents uh, Formula One driving really well. It it's it's just it's a fucking really good movie. Great acting, yeah. Definitely see that movie as soon as you. After that, Blue Beetle, Mexican Shazam. It's I, it's, <laughs> I don't it's, I don't know other how else to put it. It's Mexican Shazam, but the first Shazam, the good Shazam. The, I was gonna say, yeah, is it just the formula from the, the first one? Family movie where you you love the family, you love the 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 comedies, you know, crisp and and wholesome and Mexican Shazam. That's it. Right. That's it. You know, fucking sit down with a good elote and enjoy yourself a fucking decent DC movie. <laughs> After that, I mean, it's not one I'm gonna give a review on, but if you didn't take the opportunity to go see the Goonies in theaters for the WB 100th anniversary, you fucked up. Like, you, you fucked up. I, I fucked up. I took my <laughs> I took my daughter to go see Goonies in the theater. There was nothing better than... Because I think she's the exact age I was when it came out in the theater. So, like, to have my daughter, same age as me, sitting there watching the Goonies, telling me how much she loves slick shoes. Fucking, bro, it just made my made my goddamn <laughs> year. If you didn't if you didn't take advantage of that, you fucked up. And then last movie I saw was that Dumb Money. Uh, Seth uh, Seth Rogen does uh and uh, the the guy from that played the Riddler in the latest Batman movie with uh Pattinson. It's all about yeah. the uh, GameStop stocks. So it's like oh yeah, I heard about that. It's okay. like a Big Short style kind of movie, but about GameStop. Not as good as Big Short. You know, not as good of a story as Big Short, but it was it was enjoying. It, like like I've seen documentaries on it that told the same story, so I know exactly how it was going to play out. I was just more interested in how they told the story. It was good. Like it was it was funny. If you don't know about it, or if you remember living through that whole thing, and you were mad because you missed that whole pump and dump, like yeah, no, it, it was it was decent. I enjoyed it. And then tomorrow night I go see the creator. And if you want to know what I think about that, go to the motherfucking what Facebook page because <laughs> <laughs> that's the only way you're gonna find out. But I'm excited for that one. That one looks fucking really good. Looks like a goddamn uh like futuristic golden child with hmm. with what's his name John David Washington Denzel. I have Denzel's no idea son. what this movie is. What the fuck? Yeah, no, it I looks it like barely a, exists in the world. It's all about nowadays. AI and robots, you know. But it right. looks like a fucking. Oh. I think it's Sci- yeah, sci-fi gotcha. fucking sci-fi golden child movie. There's no way that right, well, the guy who made that didn't didn't like take mushrooms and watch the golden child. There's no fucking way. Like you can't convince <laughs> me not. If like he was in an interview and he was like, "Oh, I've never seen the golden child." I'd be like, "Bullshit, bullshit." <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> fucking bullshit. You got you got the biggest black actor in Hollywood rescuing a fucking Asian AI robot, bro. Like this is fucking Golden Child, twenty ninety nine. I don't know what the fuck to tell you. Like, how is it fucking not? Don't, don't fucking bullshit me, pal. Like, just. Just fucking admit what it is. It's fucking, you know, it's titanium child. I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's what you call a speed round. That's 15 minutes of movie. <laughs> of movie that was dump. a lot of fucking movies, a lot of movies, man. Like, it's a lot of movies. Since, a lot of movies. since February, bro. We had to catch up. Yeah. The people got to um, know. And the only other thing that's recent, just because it's it's great, is, is One Piece in TV world. Well, I'm I'm current about on your the anime. Actual, yeah. yeah, I'm current on the actual anime. So did you actually pound out the season? Is this a... I, I've watched the season. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I enjoyed it. It was... As somebody who, you know, I, I've only attempted to dabble in anime and I'd never stick with it. Like, it's just, uh, it's just not my thing. This show, though, from what... From watching it, I watched it with my wife who's never seen a single moment of anime. It's just... It's like a pretty great, like nearly perfect adaptation of of keeping a lot of like anime feel to it. Yeah, but but doing it well, live action with good acting, and it was good. It was a good time. I was I was shocked as to how well they did it. Like the slack I was going to cut them because it's an anime that everybody loves. If you watch anime, you love One Piece. I was going to cut them a lot of slack just for even trying to do it. You know what I mean? Like, ah, you know, like, like at least you picked it up. At least you tried. You know what yeah. I mean? I was going to give them all the fucking kudos. For them to do as good as they did, because me and my daughter just started the anime probably a couple months ago. She's on episode 167. She just got to Skypea. So she's like season three, season four of live action One Piece right now. Um, It was done very true to the actual original anime but they did have to switch up some characters so like certain villains they swapped so like yeah you know but they they kept the heart of almost every you know i love the diversity of the, the cast like there's no discrepancies with oh like usopp isn't black like no actually in the current anime he's not dark dark but like yeah no like you could see like everybody you know uh, luffy being more kind of like latino like i think they said like they might have meant for like brazil they actually asked there's a meme going around that they asked the creator of one piece if he had to pick a country to represent all the one piece characters that's how it was it was like usopp i think was um gone and like uh luffy was brazilian sanji was french um some of the characters you haven't seen yet so like they, they he went through the whole gamut but like yeah no the 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 diversity of the cast was great the the special effects were the highest of low budget that you could get yeah <laughs> like, it did the know, job you know what i mean like like it was it was borderline but being bad but never really crossed that threshold of like oh come on you know like so i'm hoping with its success that they will increase the budget a little bit and we'll get a little bit nope. more like because we're talking about netflix here it is true and they normally do the opposite right they normally hook you in the front and then they just realize that you're already a subscriber. It doesn't really matter. You're going to come back for the next season. And they might cancel it anyway. Well, because <laughs> and, well, and the, the creator said he thinks they could tell the entire One Piece saga in 12 seasons. We're talking, yeah. I'm on I'm on episode like 1086 or some shit. 
you know, I mean, there's over a thousand fucking episodes. Whatever. This, this anime. Unless Netflix was smart enough to sign all these people to a 12 season contract. After after season three, they're going to be too expensive for Netflix to pay for. And you know, Netflix has no problem just saying, well, it was a good run. <laughs> we'll move on to the next thing. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how far they get it. But no, I thought it was great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, really well done. Every Layla, she was even like just freshly watching the first season and then watching the 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 live action. She was impressed. But even so, they give away some things in the show that she just still doesn't even know at episode one sixty. Yeah. So like they've they're they're jumping around a little bit. They're trying to cover as much as they can, which is fine. Which is fine. Yeah. I hope it just turns people onto the anime, you know, and people. I would actually... say maybe that's just hooking hooking some of the people who who know what's what's coming up. It's kind of a a teaser to to the people who truly know anime, and for everybody else, it just went over our head. Yeah. It if it gets a nothing. few people to explore the original content, that's that's awesome too. You know, but you got a fucking long road ahead. I'll tell you that. <laughs> All right. Let's move out of uh, out of that section of entertainment. Let's just quickly talk about hey, that, uh, any big big news in in video game, right? We've got some really big game releases uh, over the last couple months. Starfield being one of them. I know you've been playing. Yeah, I've I've been trying to do my best. It's by the same guys who made Skyrim, right? So it's it's space space rim basically. <laughs> it's it's basically space rim. I visually think it's amazing. Like visually, it's fucking amazing. I never got into Skyrim because I, I have old school video game logic, right? You know, you 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 have old yeah. school video game logic. If right. there's a fork, if there's a fork in a castle, you go down both roads because one road's going to have a treasure at the end. The other road's going to lead you where you got to go. So if you walk too far, right. you you know you got to turn around and try to find that treasure at the. If there's a crack in a wall, put a bomb in front of it. There's a certain there's <laughs> like there's certain video game laws that you follow based on video game history. One of the rules for me has always been if you pick it up, hold on to it. Video games don't let you pick up <laughs> video games don't let you pick up things that that you don't need, right? Right? Like that yeah. has always been the logic. Why do I have fifty fucking coffee cups in my bag? <laughs> this is the bane of me in these style video games. You can't let me roam. I don't I don't have that brain. You know, there's there's people in the new the new gaming eras that they love the free roam, they love the Skyrim, they love the the treat it like the real world. Don't let me pick up that spoon, homie. I don't need that spoon. <laughs> I don't need that spoon. <laughs> I don't don't let me pick it up. You know, so that be you just need a pop up. Like somebody's <laughs> got to just make a script or a pop up for you when you try to put it in your pack and it just says like, don't do it. Dude, do you really need do you another really, one? Do like, you really need <laughs> do, do you really do you really need another one? Like, <laughs> it's like, oh, a common rock. I can pick this rock up. Okay, I must I must need this rock to throw it at something later. <laughs> There's gotta be a puzzle later that I'm gonna need to just chuck rocks at later. <laughs> I'm going to have to feed a mouth on a cliffside rocks yeah, later. Nope, nope. Just a fucking bag full of rocks, bro. Like, like, taking up inventory space so that when you find that fucking golden arrow you really need and you got no space for it, and you're just like, huh? Oh, I guess I could drop one of these rocks. <laughs> you're the worst. And, 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 and the, the gamer inside me feels guilty. Like, what are you doing dropping rocks, bro? You might need 50 rocks to build a catapult later. <laughs> you don't know. 
Oh, I hate it. But I, <laughs> I, so, so giving that aside, if you have the discipline to stay in the rails of a free roam video game like that, you probably love this game. Like for sure. The shooting, shooting's good. You know what I mean? Like the, the, the FPS part of it is good. You know, the exploring, the, the dog fighting of the spaceships, the being able to hijack spaceships. Like I could see this, like people still play Skyrim now. It's been out oh, for yeah. like eight years and people are still playing Skyrim. They're going to be playing this fucking game for man, 10, 15 years with the how great it looks and, and the immersiveness and everything. People are going to be playing this game for a long time. I sh- I won't. I'm going to have to move on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to move on at some point. <laughs> you know, I, but yeah, I think it's it's excellent. I it's not a game for me, right. but I can definitely see why it's popular and has all its fanfare and you know, it it is what has all the things. Like I get it, but I am not going to get that golden achievement title. Another one that was surprisingly good well, that I heard that I don't play is that Baldur's Gate 3. Now I heard there was a lot of like pushback on it cuz they took like this classic RPG and they made it like a turn-based like kind of like dumbed down the game a lot of people felt like like you ruined my Baldur's Gate but it's again we have like a whole new generation of gamers that they're just really loving this fucking game and there's like it's like a house divided of Baldur's Gate fans well I'm definitely not playing it but <laughs> <laughs> this is my problem I got no time uh and I know I never got into the Baldur's Gate games or anything else, but I have seen reviews on this one. Most of the stuff I've seen about the game is pretty positive. So you know, last thing, and then you were telling me think, about yeah, we uh we had big Xbox leaks from the emails of Phil Spencer doing the for the discovery of all those court cases they had. Um, turns out like they had big big plans. You know, they had yeah. You're talking had, about the acquisition or attempts at many many attempts well, they, at they, trying to buy nintendo they said they were like they weren't just like hey we know we should buy nintendo they were like no like we should really try to buy nintendo which i mean if you think about it makes a lot of sense nintendo really doesn't even like being in the making of systems anymore they really just kind of no. want to make games with their franchises like having to make a system for their games feels like a chore to them i mean even though they like the switch is phenomenal it's a great innovation you know like it's the xbox and playstation kind of ditched handheld divisions once phones came out and and everybody was playing games on their smartphone they said well fuck it we won't even make a handheld anymore and nintendo's like no like (laughs) We're gonna we're gonna make this handheld that you just drop in this dock and it plays on your TV. You just pick it up and go and come home and everyone's like, Fuck yeah, I needed this in my life and like filled that void, but I don't think they want to try to do that again. <laughs> yeah, I'd be curious on, on the direction that if Nintendo ever does kind of sell, but I tend to think Well, it's very limited. Like the price the day I went on a plane and realized that you can't watch Netflix on your Switch. I was I was quite shocked and disappointed. <laughs> like, and I was really late to the Switch game. So when I was like, "Hey, I can't watch Netflix on here," Switch owners were like, "No, nah, you can't watch Netflix on here." I was like, "What? What the fuck? What the fuck? I can, I can watch all these apps on my phone. I can't watch on a goddamn video game system." No, you can't do anything else on this. Oh. Yeah, but I, I I definitely saw like a good like I think Xbox would treat the properties well. I think it's a good community. 
you know, because even even if you have a PlayStation and you don't have an Xbox, if there's really a game like Starfield that you want to play, if you got a computer, you could play it. You know, that's the great thing about Xbox is they're not haters. Like, you know, you can't play it on your PlayStation, but we have Xbox and PC version. So just play it on your PC, you know, and PlayStation owners have to just be like, oh, fuck you. Fine. Fuck it. I'll play it on my PC. Well, eat yeah. dickheads. <laughs> There were a few other things about what he well, said about when PS5 launched. He said that he when when they launched the day they launched, he said he thought they had the the better product, you know, which they tried to make a story out of, but like if you're Phil Spencer and the head of Xbox and you're building competitive systems, like I would hope to I would hope you believe you have the better fucking head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, at that point in time, you 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 have to say that. Like, yeah. <laughs> that that's what you must say. 100% like you better feel that you have the better system or just what yeah. the fuck do you have this job for? Well, that stuff's fairly interesting coming out of video game news. I'm trying to think if there's any other big topics in entertainment before we shift over. Um, one thing we didn't talk about it was we breezed through entertainment piece. We didn't mention the actors and writers strike. That's been an ongoing writers. It just ended today. Looks like I think it ended today. Today, right? They it finally signed today. the deal today. Actor, actors yeah. are still striking um, for who knows how long, uh, how much longer more. You you would think that there's probably going to be similar. I thought like actors and writers were going to go into this like, hey, arm in arm at this point in time. Like we're striking together, and they weren't. Like I was very surprised that no, the writers came out of this yeah, alone as, as, with their own deal. But it was really fucked up, though. Like I don't blame them for doing this actors and writers both of them because it wasn't really the the big actors that were worried about it like they were more striking to help out the extras yeah. in the the you know the other workers that don't make a lot of money in there they like the demands that the movie companies had were just realist like like mr burns diabolical like business ownership like we're gonna pay you 180 dollars for one day of work but in that day of work we're gonna scan your entire body and then we're just never going to pay you again and use you in every movie we ever make where we need someone walking in the background and it's like wait what <laughs> like, like, you're, gonna, you're gonna fucking do what like yeah, yeah no, no big deal. Like we're just gonna we're just gonna CGI you into tons of movies later. It's fine. <laughs> okay, you're gonna be in a hundred and fifty movies, but we're only gonna pay you for one. Isn't that great? <laughs> like, like, wait, wait, <laughs> wait a minute. No, I, I don't, I don't like this. You know. And then I'll tell yeah, all the writers that, we're gonna have ChatGPT write and the part all that the they, scripts. They really weren't caving. And then much on the 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 entire. Yeah, and then you have problems with the, the fact that they're not really caving on any of the royalties. Uh, and you know, when you hear about these shows and stuff like that, are making nothing, and you know, their the residual checks were in the cents. Well, in uh, after millions of, of hours watched, part of the agreement, they said that Netflix now has to release the streaming numbers to the writers, but they all have NDAs. So, like, we'll tell you, but you can't tell nobody. <laughs> <laughs> like, so it's like okay well <laughs> you know which which i saw somebody comment which brought up a good point is that there's only two reasons why they wouldn't want them to release the streaming numbers is either a they don't want them to see how many people are actually watching these things so actors and writers demand more royalties or b they don't want investors to see how overinflated 
these streaming services actually are and have them start divesting the stock. Like, they're trying to avoid one of the two. Yeah, and I think it's the... I mean, I think it was both. But I think following these negotiations, it's now just going to be the latter. Uh, I think, you know, the actors are going to probably get a similar deal in the sense of transparency in numbers. So that way they can kind of quantify a, a better residual share of the most watched shows get more residuals or get more money kicked back or whatever else. I think that that's going to be the structure going forward for them. But yeah, the, the reason to keep it concealed is is just so that way they can always control the narrative of what shows are successful, what aren't, right? Like they've got no problem releasing, you know, when they bought what, what show is uh, Suits, right? They recently bought Suits, Netflix did, streamed it, and it like broke every record, millions of hours watched in the first whatever weeks. Everybody was loving themselves in Suits. Of course, they released those numbers, right? Like, yeah. look at the success story of this property we just bought. But but you talk to any of the actors you don't see the numbers. Suits. They're all just like, oh, they got to be pissed <laughs> because they've been on USA. They've been on USA forever getting those residual checks. Like, <laughs> and even though they were probably getting, you know, a fraction of the Netflix viewership on USA and syndication, they they were getting paid. That was then they go to Netflix. That was the original. They see themselves all over. That was the original reason why it, I subscribed good. to Peacock. It was the only show. That was worth watching on Peacock when Peacock first came out. I was like, all right, well, I'll watch these eight seasons and then cancel this shit if they'd ever put anything else on it. Yeah, it, it's... Yeah, so I'm really curious where the actor's deal is going to fall. Yeah, I, the writers are the ones that are going back. The actors still have to hash out their deal. Yeah, it, so uh, that, that, one, that one might be uglier, especially because writers, right, writers needed that check. They needed that paycheck. The like the entire there's almost no writers that are really doing well without without continued work. Like th- those guys are all working for a paycheck. Um, well, and the writers actors, were going to lose a lot of shit because like wh- who was it? Drew Barrymore said she was going to start her show back up without writers. Uh, Bill Maher was going to start his show back up without writers because he was like, look, I just won't do my monologue in my new rules which are written segments. He's like, which I end up, which I write for most of it anyways, but whatever. He's like, I'll just go straight into the interview segments and I'll just do interview shows. Like I don't need writers for that. And everybody got pissed because they call them a, a, you know, walk in the picket line and stuff. But you know, people got brands they have to protect. Like I remember the first writer strike, it killed lost and I will never forgive these motherfuckers for that shit. Like, <laughs> They went on writer's strike and Lost was never the same. It was such going to be such a good show. It was leading up to so much good shit. And then all these motherfuckers went on strike and then it came back and it was dog shit. Lost all its momentum. Fucking. It was horrible. Absolutely fucking horrible. Now it's going to happen to every fucking show I love now. Like, and pe- like people are. I mean, yeah, there's like, we're going to, we're going to be stuck with reality TV for the next year and a half while everything catches up. Oh, for sure. Yeah, there's going to be a big time lag. Uh, and for the most part, I think I thought the streamers were really going to hold out quite a bit on this one in the sense of they were just going to prove like, we don't need you. Watch, watch, our n- watch. <laughs> we're going to keep releasing numbers of how many hours everybody's watching without any new content coming up because you want to know what people haven't seen everything anyway. Like we've got so <laughs> much shit. It really doesn't matter. I don't know, man. And you want to scroll the newly released on Netflix and stuff. It's a lot of Bollywood shit. It's a lot of shows from oh, Japan. Yeah. Like they, they just shove a lot of their their 
content from other countries into the American content now. Like, oh, we're putting out new stuff all the time. Like, yeah, but I don't want to watch a game show of Japanese people eating crickets. Like, I don't, I don't <laughs> want to see the Indian version of fucking twister you know, like, it's it's so I, and and then then they just flood it with like comedy specials too like it's just like another comedy special after comedy special of a mediocre comedian you never heard of yeah but it, people are gonna wonder come this winter why the only thing on television are game shows and reality tv and it's because you don't need writers to make those shows so those are the only motherfuckers filming shit getting you ready for this nice fucking cold ass season where you're locked in and all you can do is watch tv (laughs) (laughs) well it's been uh been an interesting i guess you know if you if you reflect back uh 300 episodes ago Right, really, we were doing this when it was just Netflix. There's nobody else. Yeah, there's no, there's like, none. Yeah, there's none. You know what I mean? We, we, <laughs> we, we started this podcast back before, yeah, there was a Disney yeah. Plus, before there was a, a, a Amazon Prime, remember, before anybody else Quibi? was doing this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 15, oh, yeah, five minute shows, wasn't it? Like eight five minute, minute episodes, shows? right? Yeah. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> yeah, something, only- <laughs> something like that. Everybody's gotta watch. Yeah, I still. What are you talking about? I still got a Stadia <laughs> controller in my closet. <laughs> I returned Fucking that Stadia. Uh, I got my refund. Yeah, that was the smart choice. You made the smart choice. I wrote it out. <laughs> I wrote it out for the longevity, just to see, and just long enough to watch it die and have a controller <laughs> that I can't do anything with. I let my fucking, I let my daughter smash it against the wall. <laughs> it's like, it's her. No, you can't do that. Cause one day, one day when you have like that Instagram worthy game room where you've got all the systems on the wall and stuff like that. And then somebody's going to point to that and be like, well, that's not a system. You're like, oh yes, it was. This controller right here was a whole fucking system. I could do the same thing with an empty shelf. I could do the same thing with an empty shelf of air. What? Why do you have an empty shelf? That's where my cloud gaming <laughs> system is. You pieces of shit. <laughs> you pieces of fucking shit. That's where my cloud game. That's where my Stadia is. Fucking <laughs> fucking bums. Oh, what a what a good idea. Yeah, All we right. called that one though too. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Uh, I think. That's probably all we need to cover here in entertainment, unless you got something burning. Let's move over into into some some tech news, and we can cover a couple couple recent topics here, kind of in the vein that we used to. And then, uh, you know, I, I got some just fun observations over the over the years that we've been doing this that that uh, is worth discussing. Yeah, um, I mean, there's there's one that's gonna get us off on a rant. There's like so so. Uh, we could just start it off with this latest Las Vegas MGM hack. That was pretty insane. <laughs> Only in the simple fact that, like, I mean, we, we've we had interviews with people talking about this stuff, about how it's not, like, the days of the Angelina Jolie hackers. Like, I think still people still think that that's how people hack shit. You know, like, fucking five people in a phone booth. <laughs> <laughs> hooking up, hooking <laughs> up to modems, getting into the goddamn mainframe, and blah blah blah. Like, no, it's not how it's done. You know, we've done how many fucking stories to reiterate the fact that it's always the monkey at the keyboard, always. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, it. So to 
For those who aren't, aren't aware, let's do the quick background. So the Las Vegas hack, MGM, uh, the company MGM, they get hacked. Uh, essentially, it's something we've told many times. Uh, a high official in the organization uh, is... Their, their information is, yeah, is targeted. essentially token, right? Targeted. They're targeted, but they're targeted in a way that they're just using their common information of, of who they are. And they do, I didn't hear, I've never heard this term, but the article ta- calls it vishing, voice phishing. I guess that's the okay. thing. Okay. Uh, but, <laughs> but essentially, you know, they, they call, they call the, the help desk and chew out some poor Becky on the phone about how they can't get access to their I computer. I need to make this sale, and Brenda. They, they, <laughs> yeah, and, and tell tell Brenda that, oh my God, I need to get into my computer. I need to get into it now. This is so essential. Do you know who you're talking to? You're talking to to, to Bob from accounting here and I need to get this done. And, if, and Brenda says, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, Bob. Well, here's your new temporary password and here's everything else. Go for it. No verification, no nothing else. Like a simple scam. Again, it's the idiot human in the link that that then turns over the credentials and everything necessary to somebody on the phone, assuming that God forbid anybody lies to you on the phone, uh, and then that results in a in a massive uh, MGM hack. Yeah, it, it, it's kind of crazy that it was that easy for him. Really, like, and and the guy targeted the the uh, position by going to LinkedIn. They just went to LinkedIn, looked up MGM employees, and was like, "Yeah, this one's going to have high enough security clearance," and then just posed as that person over the phone and and was able to get such easy access that not only did they like they weren't even like rushing right like they're like oh we're in the system when they're in the system they deleted all of the anti-spyware like all of the things that were going to protect them from what they were they were uploading they were able to delete the entire defense system then upload all the malicious malware to take to shut the whole fucking MGM down and hold it hostage and it's it's just I don't know what kind of training people need to go through to to just realize that like if you get a random like you get a random link on your phone don't click it if you get an, an email <laughs> if you get an email that like it's like I know these hackers they try so hard and it, they. Some of them are good, man. Some of them, you know, you don't have a UPS package waiting for you that you didn't order. <laughs> like, 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 I get the text. Yeah, but I need to see the tracking of it. I need to see it, but I, but I need to see the tracking of this package. I need to know where it originated from. Uh, like, like, at least once a week, I get a, a text message on my phone. Your UPS package couldn't be delivered. It is store, you know, it's waiting for you here. Click this link to to find the tracking number, and it's like in in. I know this is maybe next level tech, but if you if you look at the actual link and look at the code in the link, a lot of times that's a dead giveaway. Like, no, oh, yeah, yeah, but again, that, that's that's more thought than most people need or want to put into this. This isn't this isn't Brenda's fault. This is <laughs> this is clearly she just tr- is a trusting person. Honestly, the 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 company needs to to kind of own up to this. It shouldn't probably be that easy. There should probably be some authorization or authentication uh needed but but yeah this is this is just this is how it's going to be i like to think of even uh who's the the v for vendetta wearing mask guys the anonymous right yeah, anonymous <laughs> the hacker group i like to think of them like wearing their masks 
when they're when they're hacking the governments to release all these wiki files and, and do whatever anonymous good work that they plan on doing. And really, like they're, they're pretending like they're hacking and they're this really hardcore organization. But really, they're just wearing that mask and just calling Brenda over at the, the Department of Defense and be like, hey, Brenda, this is yeah. <laughs> this Hi. is Bob from, from <laughs> this is Bob from down the hall. But, you know, I, I broke my ankle the other day and I just can't make the walk. Do you think you could go ahead? Just just. Reset this for me. <laughs> yeah, too much pickleball. Too much pickleball. I really shouldn't be out there as much. I but I just can't get around today. <laughs> <laughs> and but it's oh man, I just feel so bad oh, for you. Yeah, here you go. <laughs> and that's that's probably it. It's just like, insane, even these it's, high level organizations. That's probably that what they're doing. Like I'll just I'll just never understand. For all the Brenda's out there. Yeah, be safe, Brenda. Yeah. <laughs> Don't, don't just do your so best. Trusted. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, <laughs> so that uh, one that uh, one captures about uh, similar conversations we've had over the years. Uh, so I think that's a good one to transition. So I think we can transition to a, another topic here, and uh, let's talk about I don't know something that's been a good theme for the last couple of years, and that's crypto and NFTs. Yeah. Um. Who wants to? dig these things out of the grave like <laughs> i'm not gonna lie i made i made some some NFT, I, know. I made some nft money i'm still in some nfts they're gonna make me future monies so like i feel like i see like all the boomers are like living it up right now because 99 percent of nft projects are worthless like and i get it like live it up you're right not every picture of a monkey was going to be worth something i never thought they would be (laughs) it's just it's just like every baseball card that comes in the pack ain't all going to be worth a shit ton of money it's not how baseball cards work either but there are a handful of them still worth some change there are a handful of them still got some functionality and i am hesitant to say nfts are dead yeah I think it it was it was a fun experiment while it was going <laughs> while it was going hard. Uh, I think there's still some components of it, and I think the the technology of it, it matured. I think it can still have a resurgence. I think when it has a resurgence, it's going to not be called NFTs anymore. Like whatever oh, replaces, they it, definitely it's not need gonna, a hard rebrand. Yeah, it's not going to be monkey art JPEG profile pictures and that's all it is but the technology behind proof of authentication i think that's still like i still think that was always my thing with I nfts the day was, concert i thought tickets, the utility of it tickets and sports tickets go nfts the day that happens it's going to revolutionize everything it's the only way we're, yeah, so we're going to cut out Ticketmaster. it's the only way artists are going to get the lion's share of of what people are spending money you know how much money they're spending at concerts you know it's it's you know, you own season tickets to, to to a sports team. When they make the playoffs, you're able to get that ticket for five hundred bucks. World Series, you're scalping that ticket for ten grand, and you're the only one getting the fucking money. These baseball teams want to want to cut. You just put that shit on the blockchain, and you get ten percent anytime that ticket changes hands. Maybe right, and that, there's even been challenges to that. That thought, as as things have evolved over the last several months and devolved to to where like the the industry, but right the 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 promised royalties and all that stuff that disappeared. Uh, that you know these these companies didn't stick to it, and it's not on chain. And there's real challenges that the technology side uh, needs to to figure out. Uh, and 
The problem is, is you you depress the the price of crypto like it has, and and has not you know recovered. We're still kind of in this trough of uh, of of crypto value, although it, it you know it didn't tank. It's not a complete crash, but it's it's not where it was. And because of that, you know, there's a lot less innovation going into the NFT space now. There's a lot but it less was, attention it was going to that space to, it now. It was doomed to be hyperinflated because at the peak, oh, at the sure. peak of crypto and NFTs was the time of $600 a week bonuses on people's unemployment. Everybody's locked in the house from fucking COVID. You got PPP loans going out the motherfucking wazoo. You got everybody sitting on free money from the government. Like it was, yeah. it was bound and, to be and how a could bubble. you not be in crypto <laughs> when it was so easy to just make money all you had to do was put it put it in ftx and they were going to give you a guaranteed rate of return yeah, yeah. that's all that's all that's all you had to do with trust trust sam bankman freed and that dude was I mean, gonna yeah, make you rich that's a story we never got to cover either is how that dude no. still walking the streets is beyond me i just like because give, because us give, crypto nerds are soft no, like because <laughs> you give democrats a shit ton of money like man like you would think a motherfucker that robbed tom brady of tens of millions might get might get fucked up by the american public like that's america's fucking sweetheart right there they robbed tom brady (laughs) but you put you put a hundred million dollars in in you know into a political party hey you got a nice little pillow to land on (laughs) i yeah i that that you know, court cases and everything else is still going to be ongoing. It will be forever. Um, but that whole FTX saga was just fascinating. <laughs> well, even like the when that began, even like the behind the scenes stuff of like him and oh, his yeah. wife's like open relationship, like these weird eyes wide shut nerd parties. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I'm, like I'm, 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 I'm waiting for that documentary. Bro, bro, there should like, so you can't use real money because it's just not plausible to use real money, but you really should. We, we need like a, a Truman show where you give regular people millions and millions of dollars and just watch what they morph into. Like, cause, <laughs> cause there's, there's, there's nothing more fascinating than when some schmuck gets uber fucking rich, what they, you know, like, like they, you just, burrow this money cocoon of hundred dollar bills and then it slowly opens and you turn into this billionaire butterfly of complete fucking insanity like and i'm not gonna lie i'll i'll go crazy it's fine it's fine i think i think people would be highly entertained if you gave me hundreds of millions of dollars i would be the shit show of the century like just out of doubt in my mind I'd still be driving my Jetta tomorrow. <laughs> Very few things would probably change for me. Yeah, I don't know, man. I could see myself getting in some real weird shit. <laughs> if, if we're going to be completely honest here, I might get into some really weird shit. Shit that like, I, I wish I could come up with it right now, but like, I just know that I'd be at some rich party and somebody be like, hey, bro. Do you want to go you know, watch this fucking lightsaber fucking whatever, whatever show? And like, yeah, okay. Like, yeah, I'm down. Like, I'm, still, I'm, I'm trying to see what that be about. Not a doubt in my mind. I like that you assume, you assume that there's this, this, this crazy underground rich world. 
There probably is. I'm not assuming. I know there is. I worked. I worked at a nightclub for a really long time. I've 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 heard the whispers. (laughs) I walked into a liquor room with Lance Armstrong doing cocaine. Like my life has been weird at times. (laughs) It's been real weird. I've had I've had moments where I questioned my own reality of like this can't be real. Like how am I standing? In this room with these people doing these things right now, this is insane. Well, well lastly, I think, uh, yeah, I, th- I think oh, we have enough time for the the big shakeup, though, because we no longer tweet anymore. Oh yeah, that, I mean that's on my list. Is is the just Elon show, man? <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen anyone fall from grace as far as I've watched Elon Musk fall from public grace. I don't think anyone in our lifetime oh, I think it's has had has had a, a a longer fall. Maybe Jared from Subway. <laughs> God, oh, God. <laughs> oh, that was that was too close to the front of your brain. I don't know how that, how that one was. It's a very obscure reference. Um, <laughs> Terrible Uh, facts, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Not wrong. (laughs) Very few people have had a longer fall from public grace. Like I, I think that the Elon storyline. Like if if somebody was to you know if an alien could could access all of the internet and all they felt like doing was going from episode one to 300 of our show to learn about the world. <laughs> Man, like, the, the transition that we painted that dude <laughs> over 300 episodes from like the beginning where we just are, are just in awe of him of this innovator and what probably one of the greatest minds of our, of our generation. He's changing, like literally changing the world through making autonomous driving a, a a, a realistic thing, electric Global vehicles, Wi-Fi. cool, to where everybody else is coming on yeah. board. Global Wi-Fi and getting everybody access to to reliable do, broadband do quality internet. Neuralink, do drills holes through right, the earth yeah. for fun. <laughs> like all of these things, all these innovations, and all of these things that are that are progressive, like progressing progressing society through innovation and technology to where it's like some of them work some of them are just holes in los angeles or las vegas that really didn't work out didn't work out he doesn't care watch in three years everyone's gonna hate that dude and they're like why what what did he rape a baby like (laughs) (laughs) why did he pull a jared What, what, what did Elon get caught doing? <laughs> like he didn't want to get vaccinated. No. <laughs> he did, <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 and it's like, and then buying Twitter, and then just destroying, like running it into the ground intentionally. Like there's no way he just doesn't care. Oh, like and I mean, it's it's probably it's better wild. that we were on hiatus during the whole Twitter files thing because you couldn't rip the tinfoil hat off my fucking head if you wanted to. You, <laughs> you, you really couldn't. It was it was the it was the most epic. I told you so. March of all time. <laughs> Like, like every Twitter files dump after he bought that company was, and, and it's like you just had to see the stock price tumbling, <laughs> like as as every time he releases more damning information about a company he just bought. <laughs> like, yeah, it's it, you can't make this stuff up. Like 
like I don't know, man. I think I think we I think society we just all jumped the shark at Tiger King. I really, I really <laughs> think the, that was the turning point. I really that, think that moment as a society we just jumped the shark at Tiger, and it's just all downhill. I don't from know. There. It, I, I truly do think like as a as a you know episode three hundred reflective thing of all the storylines that we've talked about over the years. Though I think this is the one that is is just. Most amazing when you look at where it started. If you go back to episode one and everything else, and and the way we spoke about that man, to him literally just being a joke now, and he, yeah, he's still in the background doing innovative stuff. Like he's still running SpaceX, which is advancing yeah. <laughs> the, the space exploration and and innovation all over the place. He's still running Starlink. Ukraine wouldn't and, exist. And delivering Ukraine on that. wouldn't exist right now without Starlink. Yeah, but there's. <laughs> There's still weird stuff. I I had I ordered that the book, the new uh, biography about Elon, uh, and and I really want to want to read that. I, I'm gonna find that probably just as fascinating, and I hope it documents this uh, this time frame. But yeah, even like his relationship with the with Ukraine and everything else, and you know, there's there's stories in this book about yeah, he provides them internet and stuff like that, and like he disabled their internet at some point in time because he somehow realized or somehow knew that they were they were using it uh to to strike a russian ship well cuz like and you said he, that that could have been that could have been construed as the russians of american offense officially like if there's there's very gray areas in where we support the ukrainians in this war to where we're actually not in the war now if we are providing them with advanced military capabilities through starlink to be able to strike russia like i see his point like i get it like like look Dude. i can't just let you use my shit to where russians want to start killing me now <laughs> like <laughs> yeah i okay i i can i can see the argument but it's either you're either you're either supporting and providing the access or you're not um and then it just comes I got I want to do the forensics which I haven't done yet like how did he know that this strike was happening using his internet to what level is he monitoring what Ukraine is doing a a, a sovereign nation executing war to what level is he monitoring their actions that he can say oh they're conducting a strike enabled by my internet right now I'm turning that off. I promise you that strike. The Russians didn't know that strike was coming. Like that's a, that's a highly classified event. <laughs> like <laughs> you ain't lying. <laughs> like there, there's a forensics to that. That's kind of that that that's damning. Like the U.S. Well, military is using like, Starlink right now. Like the right now, of, ships at like sea are using Starlink phones. Like when the operators used to have to plug in all the fucking things. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like you knew that bitch was listening. You knew that bitch was listening. <laughs> Like it's just something you, it's just something you dealt with. Like at any at any moment, Dolores was plugging right in to your nineteen fifties phone sex. You know what kind of slip you got out, of Dolores? Like she she it was just what you dealt with back then. That's that's what you knew. You had to assume that there was. So oh, is that what we're supposed to assume today in today's internet? Is that tell me you don't? The ISP tell, provider tell is. Tell me you don't, motherfucker. Uh, so no, I, to me. That's such an interesting aspect of it um, that, yeah, all the news articles and stuff focused on it from a you know decision standpoint of Elon and whether it was the right decision or not. And then I focused on it from so the thing that wasn't talked about in, in like the, the 
regular news articles was like a security standpoint. Like, why in the fuck are you managing and watching this traffic so closely that that you're watching the the war logs and the chats of them coordinating this action and doing these things? Like, that, that's a that's a very interesting component of this. And like I said, Starlink Internet is used today by the U.S. Navy out ships out at sea. It's used by Air Force flights, intercontinental well, and flights. Like, and, then, and you can't. You have to blame the government. Like we can't privatize national security. Like you can't. Like you really, you can't. That's. I mean, you're playing with fire. You're, yeah. you're bound to. Like you know what I mean. Like you can't have national security be dependent on the whims of an eccentric billion. I, I would. I would agree. Uh, but <laughs> like, again, so if we I, just there, live there's, by there's some, if we live by that rule, then there's just some interesting forensics to be done on this. And then, and as I mentioned. You know, we can talk about one of our other favorite storylines about fuck China. Elon's also recently come out in support of China regaining a, a authoritarian control of Taiwan. <laughs> like he, he needs, he needs, a, the dude needs that cobalt, bro. <laughs> that dude is just this is what this like is what is, happens when you let a, a hostile foreign nation obtain eighty percent of the futuristic you know uh minerals that we're gonna need to run our yeah. our economies on like this is again this isn't his totally his fault it's the fault of an inept american government that allows a hostile foreign nation to buy up entire nations of africa so that you know like, i mean we we got a part of the world that holds all the oil that's got us by the balls and we learned nothing from that whatsoever and now we have another part of the world that has us by the balls when we try to get our balls away from the other people like hey oh big oil's got us got us by the short and hairies we fucking we need to get off big oil let's make electric cars hey who do we need Whose help do we need to make electric cars? Oh, that guy over there. Oh, <laughs> it's fucking big Chinese dude waiting for you to put your balls right in his fucking hand. It's our, oh, yeah. it's, it, it's our own fault. From from our tech side of it, and you know, discussing these issues over the years, but even the last couple of months, like that, yeah, the the relationship with China, uh, you know, every, every essentially. If we were still doing the show over the last six months, at least once a month, we could have brought in a new article on U.S. banning microchip sales to China, China banning some other material or mineral sales to us, and this constant back and forth of of us just recognizing that our techs are intertwined, they have the raw resources, we have better manufacturing of the high exquisite chips and access to Taiwan's chips, which are the best in the world, uh, like... There's just such a intertwined relationship that we're just trying to sever piece by piece uh, right now until essentially we can all just exist in our own world and then wait for war. That's, that's I think, the current plan. Honestly, I don't understand why we just haven't been sneaking Taiwanese over here by the train load. <laughs> Because like, they're eventually going to get taken over. We're going to need them computer chips. We can make the factories here, but we don't have the tiny Asian hands to, to, to run them. Don't oh, Jesus. <laughs> we, we don't. We don't. They're great at it. Like, oh, you're the worst. I mean, I'm... They're great at it. What do you want me to tell you? This these fucking Zennials ain't gonna be making computer chips, bro. 
These fucking TikTokers, you gonna let this TikToker make a goddamn processor you need <laughs> to fucking have your life depend on that fucking processor? No, bro. No, I want Jingpin. I, mean, I, I want Jingpin. You put you put Jingpin in any public housing in America you want. He make me com- them computer chips. <laughs> God, I don't give a fuck. I mean, yes, they, they. Yeah, we always you gotta you gotta hope right that there's some kind of CIA op- operation or something like that standing up a secret Taiwanese chip factory here in America and just sneaking over top level dudes one one by one. Uh, you gotta hope that exists, right? Like, <laughs> if we're thinking it, <laughs> if not, that's a movie I need to make tomorrow. <laughs> it's like a modern day spies like us. <laughs> Just send John Candy in to sneak out Taiwanese chip makers. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, that that uh, that relationship's only going to get worse. I, 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 who knows where the direction is, but but the. I just pictured China, China invading Taiwan. Just pictured China invading Taiwan and kicking in all the doors of the factories, and it's just like pillowcases with baseball hats. <laughs> <laughs> and we and we already all, got them. They're all just wearing like New York Yankee hats. <laughs> we, we already got them all on planes. You know. Like. <laughs> Man, I'd go see that movie tomorrow. I really would. <laughs> I'll watch it tomorrow. You watch everything. Um, <laughs> uh, well, nope. you know some of the other major tech storylines and things over the years. Right? We've always talked about Amazon. We talk about the the growth of these these monopolistic companies and Amazon and, and Google and stuff like that. You know, one just a uh, final send off on that that topic i guess is yeah maybe maybe the government's finally going to step in and in one of these amazon was sued uh this week uh by by the ftc i think it was 17 total states uh involved in it over kind of price fixing and and causing a lack of competitiveness which results in in increased pricing they're not going to win this suit ftc's not going to win the suit uh but i guess it's good to see i don't know i mean at least some consumer protections happening it is crazy it's it's They've got such a large market share now that if Amazon decides to not list your product, you're essentially dead in the water. You know, unless you have a, you know, great new widget that everybody in the fucking public needs, you're definitely like, you're just fucked if, if they won't, you know, to, to put you on their list. Like, and for one company to have that kind of power, it's just not how capitalism was structured. It's not, but it's going to be difficult for the government to make a case that, Right, so the FTC, and they can only sue on behalf of the consumer and to protect the consumer. And it's going to be hard to make the case that Amazon has been bad for the consumer. And that's why it's almost impossible to win anything. It's like, oh, okay, explain to me why well, Amazon would, is bad for the consumer. The their FTC, prices are cheaper. They get just, it to you in two days. But if I never know what my other option is, how are you to tell? Like, you know what I mean? Like, who's to say, why is price point the the end all be all like if i don't even know that there is a competitive option from another company even if it's more money if it's better quality if it's if it's better the the fact that they suppress so much of the market i i think that that's the case you have to make is that you're not you're taking away my choice you may be giving me the better deal, but as a consumer, you're taking away my my ability to choose. I don't always buy the yeah, cheapest I, option. You know that. Like I'm not 
I'm not that dude, you know, so I, I look for the quality. I look for the better option. I look for where my money's going to, what it's supporting. So if you're such a major company that you're taking my ability to make these choices, how is that not consumer protection? I think there's a, you can make a case. It's just, I think it's going to be hard to win the case is, is the only challenge, which is why nothing is really stuck. It's also why Google has always won uh, in the web browser thing when it's like, okay, well, who are you suing on behalf? You're suing behalf of the consumers? Well, consumers love us, right? Like, and that's always been the, the case. Uh, so I, I think it's difficult to win. Uh, it's not, di- you can make a case for it, but winning it's another one. <laughs> I I just I had any but I have no fixed sense or know if I want to say it out loud. But fuck it, I'll give it a try. Oh, it's, it's episode like, three hundred, yeah, yeah. Like it'd be like having a, a a dick growing pill, but it makes your eyes bleed. Like, granted, like there'd just be a bunch of dudes with bloody eyes out there. Now, is it good for society? Is it good for the consumer? No, it's not. But they're, they're too stupid to not want it. Like so, so it's just it's gonna be a bunch of dudes out there crying blood every goddamn day, and we just gotta accept that now. Like, like no, like make 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 a smart choice for the consumer for our own good. Like you can't like the public's dumb. I- they're not going to always do what's in their best interest. So you give people cheap shit, they're always going to buy the cheap shit. But at some point, someone's got to be the adult in the room and be like, hey, guy, like, I know you want giant cocks, but your fucking eyes are bleeding everywhere. This is kind of creepy. <laughs> we're going to have to pull this one off the shelf. I don't know if I followed your analogy there, but but at least you got it in there. <laughs> All right. Let's... uh. Let's move out of tech. Let's go into our last little wrap up of uh, of some thoughts here for for space, uh, as it's our, our normally our closing yeah. tech topic. We just brought home the world's most miserable astronaut. <laughs> it's 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 new news. Uh, yeah, that just happened today. We came back just in time. <laughs> they, they they said I'm, they gave him the quote. You know, so it's a little quick background. Dude was supposed to do six months on the space station. They broke the rocket to go get him. They couldn't send another rocket for another six months. So dude has been in the space station. I don't know. Did you Google it? It's like 300 and I, something odd days. Like it's, it's fucking ludicrous, right? Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's fucking ludicrous. And the quote I heard on the news today was they asked him if you had to, you know, if you had to, if they were to give you the choice when when you first signed up that you would have to spend a whole year on space or they would extend your your thing what would you say and he's like i would have to say that it would have been a great opportunity but i would humbly decline <laughs> <laughs> like that's astronaut speak for hell fucking no i didn't want to be on this motherfucker for a whole year. yeah 371 days in space is what Jesus he spent. Christ. I knew it was more than a year, but like, holy shit. Yeah, like, and got, now, got stuck up there because his, be uh, his lab rat. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. They're, they're going to try to figure out like, like what does 371 days do to a human body? Like, he's going to be probed and measured for the next yep. month. Yep. Bone density tests. Oh, like the amount of needles this dude is going to have shoved into his body over the next six months is going to be staggered. I almost feel bad for him. Ah, he's he's a record setter now. Everybody, he's he's got the the 
world record and longest days in, in space. Oh, you good, know that's getting you. shattered real fucking fast. Maybe. I, <laughs> we'll see. Uh, you would think you would think it would sometime, but real fast. I don't know. We always get let down if we think things are going to ever happen in space real fast. And I think one of my other favorite stories uh, in in the realm of uh, of space news was you know I, what was it a month ago, two months ago, something like that. The the India landed a rover on the south pole of the moon and that just like came out of nowhere everybody's been talking about china and they're fighting their claims for for dominance on the the, yeah the dark side of the moon and landed rovers and we've got our mars and everybody's talking about other stuff and then all of a sudden out of nowhere it's like oh my goodness in historic news india (laughs) landed something i didn't even know india had a space program like i didn't even know this was something they were trying to do uh, and then they successfully landed. It rover. really makes me wonder about their motivations. Like, what what was going on in that meeting? I think the the meeting was, hey, everybody else is picking a piece of space. Like, we need we need a piece of the moon. Uh, and you know, since that's happened, right? India and China don't get along very well. Uh, it, India has now laid claim to the South Pole. They're the first ones to actively explore it, uh, even though their rover only lasted I feel two like weeks. Everybody in the space community just laughed at that. But China's come out publicly and uh, and disputed India's claims against the South Pole and uh, and stating that they have a claim to it. Uh, so that's why India did it. They just they just came, snuck in there, essentially planted their rover flag, and it's theirs now. Dibs. I I love I love how it's 2023. We have all like you know all this turmoil on Earth and everything like that, and we still are going by like. 12th century explorer rules with the moon planted my flag first it's mine it's fucking mine (laughs) like we're gonna have to go to war with countries over over sections of the fucking moon you know what i mean (laughs) like like we 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 haven't devised a better system for land claiming over the last fucking five fucking hundred years of claiming land in in uh, with sheer barbaric means we can't we haven't figured out as a globe a diplomatic way other than dibs <laughs> like, we, we, if it's we not run broke. we run moon <laughs> we run moon exploration on dibs it's still insane to me well i like i said if it's got to be uh you got to have a simple system out there that everybody agrees upon this is it that's it that's all that's all you get but any uh any other major space stories that you got in your head here I think that's it for me i mean there's been some really cool pictures coming from space over the you know like every once in a while we get a a good one i think they found uh an earth-like planet not yeah, too but- long ago yeah, there's it's always one of those. It seems like <laughs> a Goldilocks, new Goldilocks zone planet or something. But uh, yeah, no, My I, kid I think was uh, really into that show. That show stars on Mars. I watched that whole fucking season. <laughs> Don't even know what you're talking about. You didn't. You didn't know there was a reality but, show where they put people out in the middle of the desert and made them act like it was Mars. Marshawn Lynch was Lance bro. Armstrong in that. Lance Armstrong was in that. Okay, I, I didn't hear about that. <laughs> Because they were yeah, asking the hard-hitting questions that. of which celebrity would survive a trip to Mars. It was... it was Who won? I'm trying to think. Marshawn made it pretty far. Who did win? The gay figure skater didn't win. Who won? Wasn't Portia. Man, good call. Good question. You could see how into that show I actually was. You ask yeah, my yeah. daughter. She knows 100%. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'll Google it later. All right. <laughs> I think uh, I think that's it for for what our topics were and going through our, our traditional segments here uh, in in the Nerd Cantina. Closing thoughts yeah, it's here. Been, uh, and, uh, on episode it's been a long, fun road. Yeah, uh, I can say that I, I've highly enjoyed our time together. Um, I, I can definitely say it's strengthened my brother and I's relationship over the years of meeting once a week and, and talking about things other than our family <laughs> and, and, and enjoying that time together. Um, had a lot of laughs. I, I've, I've, I rarely laugh as hard as, as I do when we're doing this show. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's sad to me to, to have to pack things up for, you know, we'll call it indefinitely. I've been, I've been DMing and pitching to everybody at Barstool to pick up our show and pay us monies to do this. And who knows, maybe one day those, one of those will stick and they'll realize that they have no nerd content over their bar. So, I mean, they got how many chick shows, bitch, chicks bitching about dudes on a goddamn barstool sports program. You can, you, you need a nerd section. Dave Portnoy, everybody at Dave Portnoy for the next fucking month for me. Will you? <laughs> and just let them know, be like, you, you got, you got golf podcasts. You got, you know, they had caller daddy just two slurs talking about sex all goddamn day then they got two other women running a chick show just bitching about men all day like where the nerds at where's your movie reviews where's where's your video game reviews these are things that dudes like we have a home at barstool so let's let's uh let's go on a little campaign you guys want you guys want more cantina we can't do this shit for free anymore (laughs) (laughs) we just can't do it we can't If I got to do this anymore, I got to quit my job. <laughs> I guess this is a bad time to plug our Patreon, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think uh, you know, the same sentiments when we look at the the last couple years doing this, 300 episodes in, uh, it really what was enjoyable about it was uh, it was just having some some fun conversations. Some, uh, you know, I, I wish we had all the, the time in the world uh, to throw the energy in it. I think at the, at the beginning days when we were doing a lot of personal interviews, me and you and interviewing people and stuff like that, that, that was heading down a, a really fun and interesting way. Uh, and then as we transitioned to, to just doing the our standard weekly segments, uh, have an opportunity, have an excuse. I was even telling my kids, right? I tell them, hey, we were recording tonight. And they're like, you recording? What are you recording? <laughs> this podcast we did for <laughs> for years. <laughs> but because it's just like, Why? Why would you do that again? Like, do you get paid for that? I was like, no, I don't get paid for that. But I get an opportunity to talk to my brother once a week. I'm I used to once a week. Now I've talked to him twice in the last crisis, six months. I have to have a podcast. <laughs> like, right. It's my, it's my duty you, to society. Rules here. I'm a white man in my 40s. I have to have a podcast. <laughs> yeah. You know, but no, I've, I've, you know, I appreciate Middle the people men, that we, did enjoy what without we were a podcast, together. I think we did. Right. One day. One day I think they'll listen to it and laugh. But, uh, but yeah, if, if as a, as a middle-aged man, if I don't have a podcast to talk to you on a weekly basis, then we'll do what we did for the last six months, which is talk to each other, each other what, twice in six months? Yeah, I know. Uh, I know. That's unfortunate. <laughs> men are the worst. <laughs> life, man, life is rough, <laughs> man. Life is, is just all-consuming. You know, especially as the kids get older and these goddamn practices get longer and farther drives and money sucks. And like, I almost died in a car accident two weeks ago. Like life happens while we're not on these microphones, y'all. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Life be happening. But maybe but it's been one fun. day we'll, uh, we'll pick this back up. But until then.
Yeah. Talk to you later, nerds. See ya.